What can Canada do to build more homes from B.C. right through to Ontario? Finding construction workers is a real challenge at a time we simply don't need any more of those challenges. Well, our guest is Kevin Lee. He is the president of the Canadian Home Builders Association. Good evening, Kevin. Nice to have you with us. Thanks for having me. You know, uh, I do say that with all respect, uh, we really don't need any more challenges when it comes to home buying, but uh, things have taken a bit of a different uh, turn, would you say, in the last couple of years? Really difficult to find those working in construction in the trades, isn't it? How bad is it? Um, yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely a big challenge for the entire in- industry. Not a lot like many other <laughs> sectors in the economy. Um, but I will say this, you know, I think we've really um, raised a lot of attention on this issue and it's good that there's a lot of focus on this issue right now, but it's, it's actually not a new one. Um, it's been made uh, more evident through the pandemic. Uh, you know, we had a housing boom through the pandemic that really exacerbated the issue, but um, this is a, this is a demographic issue in terms of just the aging population of Canada and with uh, so many boomers retiring. It's something that we at the Canadian Home Builders Association have been talking about for quite some time because there's a challenge that's been building. So you mentioned, Kevin, there's always been uh, ups and downs. And of course, uh, with the cycles in demand for new homes, uh, the labor force is always kind of more like a constant, I guess. So there are times, as you've mentioned, in the past where we've had uh, a shortage of construction workers. But has the pandemic uh, actually taught us anything? Are we better prepared to deal with this? Um, I think what the pandemic has done is is really emphasize the importance of home. It's also changed the way Canadians look at home to a degree, and it looks like that's going to persist, you know, in terms of expectations and desires, uh, perhaps a little bit more space, uh, different types of rooms. So we're seeing both in the renovation side of things and in new construction that uh, preferences are changing. Um, but in terms of the, the number of workers, it's definitely shown that, uh, you know, we're going to need more. I think, you know, the fact that we now have a proper focus on the need to really increase the number of houses that we have in Canada Um, You know, the federal government has put out targets of building 3.5 million homes over the next 10 years. And, you know, that's about right. It'll require double housing starts and it'll it'll take a gargantuan effort to make that happen. It's a good stretch target. But if we're going to deal with affordability and get prices back in line, it really is about uh, building a lot more houses so supply can catch up with demand. And in order to do that, uh, there'll be even more strain on our workforce in the coming years. And we do have, you know, to your original question, how challenging is it? Well, we've got about 22% of the uh, workers in residential construction set to retire over the coming decade um, and just not enough young people coming in behind them. So uh, it'll be a challenge. How come the young people aren't coming in behind? Uh, I've always thought that uh, working in a construction trade was a pretty lucrative and steady job. Uh, Is it just not appealing or what's going on there? Well, I think we've got a couple of issues. One is, again, just the demographics, just the sheer numbers. There's there's not enough younger people to replace the older people writ large. But uh, to your point about the attractiveness of the industry, I think, you know, across Canada for geez, a, a couple of decades, you know, we've really encouraged people into more and more post-secondary 
education, you know, university degrees, which are, are really great, of course, for, for many people, but are, aren't necessarily something that's needed across the entire economy. And, and you know, a lot of work in skilled trades has been seen as a second, third or, or last choice. And I think that's changing a lot now, which is really good. I think, um, you know, parents who are often, you know, the influencers one way or another are starting to recognize to your point, that there are a lot of great opportunities, um, you know, in our case in residential construction, um, it can be really rewarding. There's nothing like, you know, driving down the street or through a neighborhood or across town and being able to say, hey, you know, I, I actually was part of building that or I designed it or I, you know, laid the bricks for that. It's a very rewarding feeling. Um, certainly the pay is excellent and, and getting even better these days. And it's the type of job where you know, you can work for a large company, work for a small company, or, you know, you can be your own boss if you're a success or lots of room for entrepreneurship in the sector as well. Are we seeing a geographic dimension to this? Uh, are there some cities that are better off than others when it comes to workers? You know, interestingly, a lot of the time we talk about the housing market and we talk about how different it is from coast to coast, depending on how the economy is going. And, you know, we have regional variances with all of that. Um, but these days, um, we really see a very balanced economy when it comes to housing. The demand and, and supply issues have been pretty much the same across the country. And, you know, you're asking about what has changed through the pandemic. You know, the ability to work from home full time or a better portion of the time has also opened up new areas of the country to be uh, more desirable in terms of living because they're a little bit more affordable. For example, Atlantic Canada has seen a real boom and a lot of migration within Canada to uh, the Atlantic provinces, uh, which is was just great for the economy. It's affected house prices a little bit there. Uh, but as a result, it means that, you know, there are... <laughs> Two ways to look at it. One is from an industry perspective, we're short on workers everywhere from a, I'm looking for a new career. I'm looking what to do as a young person as a career. It means there are job opportunities now and into the, the future in the industry because um, we see demand across the entire country, uh, both in new construction and, and renovation is always consistent and growing as well and, and actually outpaces uh, new construction in terms of economic investment every year now. Well, it's interesting. You do mention that uh, with Atlantic Canada, uh, and I've thought about this myself and even talked with my wife about it, can get a lot of house in Atlantic Canada for uh, the price that you would pay in a Toronto or a Vancouver or a Calgary for that matter. Um, and with being able to work from home, I can see the demand increasing there. But that's demand for those that are going to be buyers. When it comes to those working in the trades, uh, how do you get them on board with uh, working in some areas uh, that may not be the big cities? Yeah, well, I, I think the nice thing uh, about the uh, the industry is, you know, you can work anywhere you want. Um, and so with construction and, and renovation sort of active in, in all communities, it means that you can sort of live anywhere that you want in Canada, travel um, for a time, you know, small town Canada, we've seen a lot of uh, migration away from smaller towns to the bigger cities as the economy has shifted. But what we're seeing um, now is a bit of a move back to the smaller towns and the ability to uh, have more activity business-wise in smaller communities. So it's, it's an interesting shift uh, going back and forth. And then you know, when we talk about 
the challenges ahead in terms of being able to build more housing with a, a shrinking labor force, it really does speak to the need for the industry to continue to move as it has been to more and more uh, manufactured housing. And that also means if you're, you, you can then shift ship houses into different areas through modular panelized uh, construction. And that means you don't need as much local uh, labor, if you will, because you can literally truck and crane units in. And, you know, when it comes to modular and panelized people, especially modular people think of, you know, small homes and tiny homes, which are gaining in popularity, but it's not, you know, trailer park type stuff. It, you can build a 6,000 square foot modular home or anything, you know, in between. If you go by the headline, that headline is Canada needs more homes. The problem, finding people to build them. And we've been talking with Kevin Lee, who is the president of the Canadian Home Builders Association, about that issue, about some of the things that we learned during the pandemic, how to adjust. And one of the questions, Kevin, that uh, does come up, I think from time to time is uh, what are our education uh, opportunities for those that want to go into the trades and are they increasing, decreasing or keeping pace? Yeah, I think there's, you know, there's great opportunities to to go into the trades. I think it's just an under-recognized uh, option uh, in a lot of cases. And I think one of the best things about going into the trades, uh, unlike going into, say, a, a university program, um, is you're not really looking at student debt. You're actually looking at quite the opposite. You're actually working, um, working your way through an apprenticeship program, um, getting paid while you work, and then you, you go on education blocks that will, you know, typically be over the course of the year, just, you know, six to eight weeks where you're getting your, your classroom training Um so it's a great opportunity to sort of make money as you're you're getting all of these qualifications under your belt. Um, and you can do that, you know, you can even start that process a lot of the time in, in high school. Um, and then a lot of people also choose to uh, go the college route as well, where you get some formal training first and then work your way into the uh, into the apprenticeship system. So um, I think there's lots of lots of opportunities, lots of programs that are out there and just got to get our young people uh, pointed in the right direction. I know there are the legacy trades and they will always be around, whether it's, uh, you know, wiring or plumbing or drywalling for that matter. But uh, with the new construction technologies around, are there brand new areas for people to train into that weren't around maybe even 10 years ago? A little bit, definitely. One of the uh, one of the big emerging areas uh, over the past uh, decade and a bit has been what we call energy advisors, um, and these are experts in energy efficiency who uh, work with homeowners and work with builders to uh, take measurements of home and get the characteristics of your home on the renovation side, and then run computer uh, simulations to give you the best recommendations on um, what you can do to move ahead and improve the efficiency of your home. And on the new construction side, they they work with builders to optimize uh, packages uh, for clients or, or for their, their full uh, spec sheet on, on their, their standard homes that they do build. And then almost every trade is, uh, you know, evolving a little bit as, as we get new uh, requirements in the building code and, and work towards uh, energy efficiency. Even, you know, framers um, are doing different things. Even the uh, people who put in the insulation and the air and vapor barriers are having to do different things. 
Um, on the mechanical equipment side, uh, there's you know emerging technologies there as well. So it's it's definitely an, an evolving space as we as we work to more towards more of our uh, net zero construction goals. Well, the times they are changing for sure. For the Canadian Home Builders Association going into 2023, what is your top priority for uh, for the association and uh, and its members? Well, we really are focused on on getting more supply out as quickly as possible, and and there's there's a few things that go into that. You know, we've been in a in a period of rising interest rates, which has actually really slowed sales down. So we're expecting right now that the start of uh, 2023 will be slower in terms of starts because of the lack of sales over the past couple of quarters. Um, but interest rates are starting to ease off now. It looks like the Bank of Canada has ended its what we call forward guidance, and hopefully that means um, those interest rates will plateau now, which should see buyers coming back into the market, um, and that will be very helpful. We need to work with municipalities to make sure that uh, zoning and, and nimbyism and all the things that prevent new construction, especially infill from happening, which you really need, are allowed to happen. And then exactly what we've been talking about now, continuing to recruit more uh, workers for opportunities moving forward so we can build all these houses that uh, Canada needs. Well, interesting time ahead. And yes, uh, it is a need right across the country. Kevin, thanks so much for uh, sharing your time and insights with us. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me.